Hello and welcome to the sitcom Sit Down. I'm a John. And so am I. And we are here for series two. By not so popular demand, but the fact that we we did it. And it's a very special uh, first episode because it's also the first time we've got a returning guest, Mr. Nathan Major. What have you picked and why? I've picked Phoenix Knights because, um, well, I actually mentioned it during the Royal, before the Royal Family recording too, yeah, because it's, it's one that sticks in my mind from uh, one I liked when I was a kid and one I've sort of... Um, appreciated more as I've grown up and also uh, Peter Kay's in the news again isn't he because he's touring again and I'm going to see him this month so oh, wow. it's quite expedient that it's uh, come up like this but yeah it's um, it's one that hit particular home for me because I used to be a, a club singer so um, I recognise a lot of the hallmarks of working men's clubs that come for Phoenix Nights and it's just overall it's just really funny Good yeah, enough. I must be honest yeah I've enjoyed watching it again I didn't realise how little I'd seen of it because it's twenty years old, isn't it? It so is it's now, yeah. Slightly over, yeah. Yeah, really. I remember certain bits of it, but I don't remember watching it. You know, I've watched them all again, and it's been great. The thing with Phoenix Knights is it's it's subtle, and it's it's not like we talked about the royal family. It's the subtleties that you, that you you notice on second and third viewings that make it all the more enjoyable. Yeah, I think it's slightly related in a way to the royal family. It is, it's yeah. Northern working yeah, class, yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. Um, you know, because Clubland is the archetypal northern yeah. culture, isn't it? Or was at one time. It's funny you mention it actually, because in um, Peter Kay's autobiography, he actually says that he is inspired by the royal family. Oh, really? His writing, yeah. He, he, I think he, he said words to the effect of like it's the most natural conversation writing that he's ever seen, and like a lot of the things that he wrote for that Peter Kay thing, which Phoenix like spinned off from, mm. uh, was inspired by the royal family. So right. it's, it's a lot. It's a lot so more it does related. Relate. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Can I join the bandwagon with you and just reiterate the fact that actually I did really enjoy it much more than I expected to. And I, I don't know why, I just had this sort of... Um, maybe I just sort of rebelled because I'm a bit of a pillock that everybody was going around saying garlic bread and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. and, 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 and things like which I'm sure we'll get to. Um, but when I watched it now, it was just it's just f- silly fun. And yeah, it was yeah. like there's no... It's not up itself. For some reason I thought it was. I was wrong. Mm. Not for the first. I said the same thing about Royal Family. Mm. This is good, this Nathan. You're kind of like um, <laughs> you're reintroducing stuff that I was wrong about. I'm a Renaissance bringing... man. Yeah, I yeah. I wonder what we'll do next. What else didn't I like? Do you know, I, ne- I don't know. I didn't like that. Do you remember that um, green toilet paper stuff you used to have at school? I didn't like that. <laughs> Maybe you should reintroduce <laughs> should that. that I, should wipe, I should wipe my ass and go. Actually, this is liberating. <laughs> used to smear rather than absorb. Yeah. I'm trying oh, yeah. to think. I just don't know what that. I was just. I mean, I don't know where I, I, was bring... I was trying to remember something I didn't like from my. Childhood. New Coke. Um, I think it says so a bring lot back about New you. Coke. You thought of toilet paper. It probably says a lot about you. Yeah. Yes. So if there's anybody listening to this who hasn't seen Phoenix Knights, um, which like, what would they expect to see, Nathan? So Phoenix Knights is essentially the the, the story. Well, it's about a, a working men's club in Bolton, in which is which for our international viewers, of which I'm sure there are many, is uh, there are some. Is, is is a little town just outside Manchester in the UK, which is where Peter Kay is from. And um, it's sort of about the downfall of the Working Men's Club in total and the characters that surround Working Men's Club. So we're talking about the the unscrupulous licensee played by Peter Kay and um, the, the, 
the weird doorman and the tall tales that you hear from from club employees and the um, the resident band who were who were a staple of old working men's clubs and have all but died out nowadays. The um, the compare, which is a lost art nowadays as well in, in clubs. Absolutely. Uh, but all sort of ably played by a cast of Peter Kay and his friends. Uh, and as I said, it's <clears throat> it span off from an episode of that Peter Kay thing, which was an anthology series in the year 2000, where Peter Kay explored lots of different scenarios. You mean it sounds like sci-fi there? And then I forget that that <clears throat> means it was 23 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> the year 2000 still feels futuristic. It does, doesn't it? 2023. Yeah. yeah. I've, I think most people tend to forget or don't really know that Phoenix Nights is a spin-off in the first place and that by, by extension Max and Paddy is a spin-off of a spin-off mm-hmm. it's like Inception but with sitcoms and spin-offs yeah so it was written by Peter Kerr and Dave Spikey and, and Neil Fitzmaurice I didn't realise until looking into this that it was co-written by Neil Fitzmaurice yeah and it gives me my opportunity to reference like I usually do in any part. It's, I get to, to, to drop the uh, the Peep Show reference. Peep Show, yeah, it was yeah. in that one, so, was Jeff, yeah. was it? It was, yeah. Yeah. So And, and other things. But no, I didn't realise that. So it's, it's, a, it's a cracking cast, isn't it? It is, yeah. Would you say that it was Peter Kerr's friends? Yeah, all of friends. Some of them were people he went to university with. Wow. And some of them were the people that were on the stand-up circuit at the same yeah. time he was when when he was starting. Yeah, one of which he actually had a big falling out with. Um, in just after series two, uh, Daniel Kitson, who mm. plays um, Spencer, Spencer, had a big falling out with no, him. Did he? Yeah. What was that all about? <sighs> Christ knows. All right, so because so, Daniel Kitson, um, who is one of my favourite stand-ups, mm. but he. He's not particularly proud of his association with um, mm. with Phoenix Knights because it doesn't match his style of humour no. and show at all, does it really? Um, but yeah, he's, he's, but he's an odd character. But yeah, but but some of the others, like um, I, I also didn't recognise um, Janice Connolly. Have you ever seen her live as uh, Barbara Knight? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't recognise her either. No. Oh, I love. Barbara Nice, it's just such a stupid show, but it's really good fun. A bit like Phoenix Nights, mm. really. When I say stupid, I mean it in affectionate way. He's also he's also got um, Shan from Carshare is in one of the episodes as well. Yeah. It was um, I can't remember her name. Shan Gibson, I think she's called. She's not she, a piece of paper, but she I plays um, one of the girls that Paddy goes out with in series two. I think it is. Oh uh, right, but, but again, oh she is on my piece of paper. Yeah, you're correct. But again, she was also someone that went to university with Peter Kerr, and uh, she ended up in that. And she was one of two up, two down in um, in the oh, the, 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 the X Geraldine Factor McQueen thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the X Factor parody that he did in oh, two thousand and eight. Yeah. Two women in wheelchairs. Yeah, she was one of those as well. <laughs> two up, two down. That's magic. Yeah. I'm the same with Uda, um, Nathan because my dad was a drummer in clubs, mm. resident drummer in clubs. Yeah, for years. yeah. So this this world means a lot. Yeah. You know, I used to come home on a Saturday night, smell of ale and cigarette smoke on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. The glamour. <laughs> I <could laughs> smell the sure glamour on him. Yeah. But, you know, you, I remember the stories and the compare with the big bat attacking the neck bow tie, yeah. you know, all that lot. Next week's act is nailed to the toilet door. And, you know, all the things <laughs> they used to say. The pies are in, the pies are in, in the middle yeah. of a song and all that lot, you know. 
So I, yeah, I still go to our village social club yeah. um, on a Saturday night. I still night. go to a social club and, on Sunday night And we, well. people say, oh, yeah, it's like Phoenix Nights, but it's not. It's no. not as good as Phoenix Nights. No. They, I, mean, I would have loved to have gone to the Phoenix Club. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. There's um out of context Phoenix Knights Twitter account which I which I follow. <laughs> which is, shows like that. it's got little gifts from the show which are still funny. And um there's a there's a shop that sells t shirts with quotes on it from the show as well online. I find it like kind of fascinating because to me watching it, um the the star of the show is kind of the club. Yeah. Yeah. Um because it's funny when when you've written a bit and people say oh, you need to what you need to do is get the background of all the characters seen, so you know. but like we we really the characters apart from their life in the club we don't know very much about mm-hmm. them. about their home lives about you know it's it all relates back to the club and they it? must love the club because yeah. Brian Potter's such an ass to well, most not a sympathetic of them. Character, no, and he's no. horrible to them, but they yeah. still keep coming back and they they yeah. they drop whatever they're doing, yeah. which is his life outside of the club. Not that there was and he wouldn't have thought he was an inspiration. <laughs> he's not Christ-like, is he? No, no. Not really. but but I think the difference is that like I think they go back to the club because they realise how much how much it helps Brian get out of bed in the morning because without the club, Brian wouldn't have anything. No. And they kind of so all have each other, don't they? It's, all, it's like a little community yeah. of its own, isn't it? Yeah. And some of the characters were like, so the, the Ray Vaughn character, for example, and it was like, it's quite a great name, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It seemed to angle towards, this guy's a problem, we're gonna, we need to get rid of him. So mm. actually, he's then fully like meshed as like one of the most resourceful and useful characters. Yeah, absolutely, so. yeah, yeah. Because he was, he was a murderer to begin <laughs> yeah. with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that lion bastard, is it? Kenny Senior. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but, let's but talk the about thing, the characters. The, the thing with characters like that is, it's, it's like the royal family, as I said before. The people you recognise, like, everyone knows someone that bullshits like Kenny Senior oh, abso- does. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone knows a bullshitter. I say I'm not, not knocking them for, like, not having that much depth, because we know them. Again, mm. we know I, a lot of these people. I was squaring it a little bit, because that character that I wrote that you played, Roger, he was... <laughs> He was very similar to Kenny Seney. I didn't realise I'd done that, but he was always dropping like celebrity anecdotes, yeah. which were clearly bullshit. And I was just like, and it's, it's interesting when you do something where you just you, you think you've got an original idea, and then you watch old TV shows, and you go, "Oh my god, this has been done a hundred times." <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done it. Yeah. Then they got Max and Paddy yeah. um, on on the door, which is this sort of sit, sort of separate, obviously, because although there are some scenes, I think, with um, Max yeah. and. Brian, yeah, um, but but they're very carefully yeah. cut between. Yeah, yeah. Though you can tell that there wasn't the budget to do the body doubles or the mirroring thing, so so they yeah. just sort of cut between them when they were sharing a scene. But they're the probably the ones that I resonated with the most. Not not that I've ever been door stuff myself, mm. but I've worked I've worked in a lot of bars. I didn't work in a club like yeah, this, yeah. but yeah, that is just what the door. They're unique characters, really. Yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, look, everyone sort of surrounding a club. Well, I'm not sure whether they still are, but they used to used to be a place that was just filled with characters, and it's the same with Phoenix Knights. They're all they've all got their own characteristics yeah. and things that make them weird and wonderful. But many of them seem rational, and it's that world like um, oh, what do they call the band? Les Alanos. Les Alanos. Yeah, 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 the guys in the band, and it's like yeah, they 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 seem I don't know. I just think why they, they stuck by this world, but. Yeah, like you say earlier, you've got nowhere else to go, and that's your home. I love it when they did the Karate Kid it's musical. Karate, yeah. 
That was magic. The, the acts are because a lot of them are real acts as well that they show in the kind of the, outros. That's so. that's the ones at the post credits yeah. are, are real acts from Clubland. The yeah. ones the ones that was like playing his false leg as Elvis. Blue suede shoe. Yeah, blue suede shoe. That, that's a real guy. I wanted to see the the Jewish tribute act Rabbi Williams. <laughs> so I really wanted to see. Him. <laughs> um, I loved the ping pong lady as well. Yeah. Where does she keep getting them from? She only had four. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite one was um, the ballroom dancers with the, oh. the the really miserable looks on the face. <laughs> yeah. The longer it went on, the funnier it got. Because so, they were an act, but were they a comedy act? Was was that the I joke? Don't know. Or were they just ballroom dancers? I'd love to know. I don't know to what extent they were in on that joke. Yeah, I wondered about that. Because I, I, I don't necessarily know whether. The acts that they had in that segment, whether they knew they knew that they were in on a, whether they were in on a joke or whether they thought it was like a like a real thing to show their talents off, and they, whether they knew oh. they were going to get taken the piss out of. Well, I guess the magician who's lost the pigeon in the oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah. they must have known. They must have known. Otherwise, they'd turn up. They'd be hell on. They'd be in talent trek. But talking in controversy, the Keith Lard thing. I was <laughs> yeah. fascinated by. Uh, this is so weird. Listener, yeah, there was a character in it, listener. Um, it was a, it was a fire safety yeah. man, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, also, also played also by Peter Kay, right? Yeah. Keith yeah. Lard, who, um, yeah, it was very efficient in his job, and <laughs> there was something a bit mysterious in his background about sexual intercourse with dogs or something. Yeah. And um, he he shared virtually shared a, a name with a fire safety guy from that area called Keith Laird. Yeah. Mm. And um, he suspected they may have based it on him, which Peter Kay denied. I, I remember on the the DVD version I've got has a disclaimer before oh, the episode is yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. which says that um, any similarity is completely coincidental and, and that they apologise for yeah. discomfort. So, but again, Keith Lard is a character from that Peter Kay thing as well. So he's another one that comes from a previous so surely that should have been flagged up it's probably it, do we know yeah. that it's true is there a Keith yeah there oh, is yeah, it's yeah. true yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was because I didn't yeah. know if that was just like a clever publicity did, uh, for legal reasons I must point out he doesn't have sex with dogs we should yeah. probably point that out the, the, yeah, re, the real Keith lad doesn't have sex with dogs Keith. Yeah. <laughs> he's more of a cat we, do, we don't want us an hour half a dozen listeners bringing this, <laughs> tracking this all to up to be fair lad was only suspected of it <laughs> Although it was quite funny when he, he he managed to mock up the picture of him in yeah. bed with a what Danish <laughs> wolfhound or something. Yeah, yeah, like you say, it, it's just it's beautifully silly um, f- throughout, and even like the, um, the the thread plotline stuff around. Um, I don't know, just trying to get the free beer and the the way that they they trick to get the talent show. The non- Obviously, the rivalry, the non-alcoholic free beer. Yeah, the non-alcoholic free beer and and the rivalry with, with the um, is it the banana, banana grove, banana yeah. Dem Perry, yeah, Dem Perry. Even Dem- when he tried to get on crime watch or crime time, yeah. Great yeah. line in that though. Police probe leads girls snatch. I thought that was <laughs> that made me laugh a lot. <laughs> So I was I, I knew I'd warm to it when I was because um, Brian Potter is horrible, but mm. then then Perry's worse. Yeah. So like oh, at the end yeah. of it when he when he wins. That's the thing. I think we've mentioned it before on previous shows, John. We've had like monsters who you end up rooting for, yeah. and it's a bit like that. I, I, when the woman was sent to um, Checky wasn't um, frauding the disability benefits he was getting. You remember? And he, mm. They became romantically yeah, yeah. involved, and when. 
I don't know when that fell through. I felt quite sorry for him. You know yeah. what I, mean? I, I, but, I, I uh, can't help but wonder if if the choice was made to make him disabled to make him more sympathetic. Because because you're right, he is an, he's a terrible person. But because he's disabled and because he he, he lost it, he lost he lost the use of his legs through an accident at the the club, which he still works at and still tries to make work. Whether that makes him a more sympathetic figure, mm. or, or either that, or it was just so they could get the gag with the flower vase because he can't reach the optics, <laughs> so he has to have that big glass. Well, I think they were considering um, the idea that he was putting it on. Yes. And that that was a factor, and then that Peter Kay thing has yeah. always come back to that. Yeah, yeah. But I think they thought better of it. Yeah, probably probably for for the best. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so it's it's a good the good news is everybody the man seriously can't walk. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> if he if he could, he wouldn't have sat on that stairlift all night and shat himself. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like that because Dave Spikey's character, who is just really likable, Jerry Sinclair. Yeah. But he's like he takes too much shit, and then yeah. and then occasionally kind of fights back a bit. So yeah, yeah. You do wonder why Jerry, who is like such a nice guy puts up with Brian Potter's shit most of the time because he just gets taken especially in series two he gets taken for an mm-hmm. absolute rad by Brian Potter into series two yeah yeah he even turned down the chance of his cruise didn't he yeah which was a mistake mm. absolutely and absolutely. and 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 he got forced to pretend he still had cancer or whatever it yeah, was he was supposed to be dying still. yeah <laughs> and they still turned it round, and I've got the the results. You thought it was a, the talent trek. You know, it, was, yeah. it was his results. Yeah, he's got the all clear, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> also, Justin Morose's character, uh, young Kenny, doesn't seem very angry at the fact that he has permanently has a tiger face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, they played a prank on him to say that his character had died. And uh, for the second series, he wasn't really in it, but he was going to come back as a ghost. <laughs> but he hadn't really written him out. But yeah, you, we mentioned it earlier on, but it's an interesting cast of, of stand-up comedians that can act a bit, but say, actually it still gr- works. They're not all great actors, but yeah. No, right. but... But, but, but they work well as a... Yeah. As a unit. As an ensemble. And then the guests that they have, um, Tim Healy. The racist band. The racist band, band yeah. whose name... I forget. Half, half, half a shilling. Half a half shilling. Half a shilling. Yeah. Send the buggers back. Yeah, that was yeah, the song, yeah. It? yeah. So again, you, in researching this, you probably came across the same thing I did. That actually, that when they were filming that scene, there was because um, we're filming it in a real club, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That there was a few. There was a wake in the next room, <laughs> and it was quite a raucous wake, and they had to keep asking them to be quiet so that they could film the half a sixpence uh, scene, which seems odd, doesn't it? And when they filmed that. A lot of the audience um, just had gone along to thinking they'd gone to a talent show. Yeah, so, yeah. So apparently, some of the audience reaction is genuine. Yeah, wow. though. Um, so some of the the background actors and actors, some of who have a few lines as well, because they, they sort of talk to them during the show, were real punters of the club they were filming in. Oh, that's so brilliant! I love that idea. Yeah. Um, I think that one, one there's a, there's an episode where Jerry asks this woman how her husband is, and she said that he's dead and. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed. That's an actual punter. But, but but Jerry sort of goes up to say, how was your Brian, love? He says, oh, he's dead. And Jerry he's just doesn't know where to put himself. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet that happens a lot. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, Roy Walker. Roy Walker. Yeah. He's in the first one, isn't he? Yeah. Playing himself. And Jim Bowen. Oh, Jim's great in that. 
it, it's really good. They're car trading me. Sunshine indoors. It's the yeah, future. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the the time I was mildly stalked by Jim Bowen? No. Roy Walker's got a cameo role in this story as well, although I didn't actually meet him. So when we... So <laughs> this I'm point, intrigued. Well, no, I've, I've built it up to be more interesting than it actually is. Anyway, when, for the comedy festival, we, we were going to do a... Uh, well, we did do uh, a charity dinner, and we mm. wanted uh, a host for it. And we ended up with Keith Chegwin uh, in, in the end, and Chegwin was great and everything. But my first part of call was Jim Bowen, um, because... We had some sponsorship from Hull Trains, and the model of train they had was a 180, and it was like, well, we're going to do like a darts-themed quiz night, right. comedy yeah, night yeah. thing, and, and we'll get let's get the guy from Bullseye <coughs> on. Um, so I, on a Friday night, I was up in my office at, at the top of my house um, working. That sounds sad, doesn't it? Um, but I went to Jim Bowen's website and filled in the contact form to say, we had this event coming up, would you be interested in doing it? And I shit you not. By the time I got downstairs to where my phone was, Jim Bowen had already called me. So it was about like 10 o'clock on a Friday night, and I just imagined him just sitting there staring at his website and saying, come on then, do your magic or whatever. An inquiry drops in. Um, I didn't ring him back because it was late and whatever. But he rang me twice on the Saturday <laughs> before I finally got returned his wow. call. Um, but it was quite a short call because he just went, oh yeah, Jim, hi John, Jim Bowen, um, what's your budget? And I, I hadn't really thought. I said fifteen hundred quid, and he went, "Not a chance." And he goes, "Some of the lads might do it though. Have you tried Roy Walker?" <laughs> wow! And Roy Walker wanted two grand, um, but we ended up with Cheggers, who was more. Um, but he, he was value for money because he, he did a lot more than what they would have done, which would have been introducing something and so on. So that, yeah, that's my Jim Bowen story. Wow! Sadly, no longer with us. No, neither's Keith. But, um, but Roy is. I think Roy's still I think there. Roy Walker's still. Kicking about. Yeah, well done, Roy. So, um, yeah. I, I don't know if this, the audio's going to pick up the crying baby through my little <laughs> anecdote there as well. You know well, what? I thought it was a cat. No, <laughs> was it a crying baby? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is it, I hope, is it, yeah, a cat shouldn't cry for that long. No, <laughs> no I thought it was a cat meowing outside, but yeah, I no. get it now. I hear it now. Yeah. The acts that appear are, are pretty good, honestly. Yeah. Did you pick up on the builders? Builders. So there's a scene very early on with um, Les Alamos and not there. So Jerry's practicing and he's got the builders who were doing yeah, like backup yeah, vocals yeah. and so on. Then when the time you come to Talent Track, the two builders, the um, two of the contestants doing the village, the village people or something like that. Oh, yeah, right. what it was. Yeah, yeah that because that was when um, Alan was in Stranra. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so let's talk about the catchphrases. Do you yeah. like the catchphrases? Because I think this is one of the things I turned against. Some of them um, still hit. One of my favourites is "Stop crapping, get cracking," which is which is <laughs> from, from the, the very first series, the very first episode, rather. Um, some of them, like a lot of catchphrases, I'm I'm not really one for catchphrases. I think it's a bit lazy, so sometimes. Yeah. But some of them, when you get one nowadays, it can t- it can turn into a meme. That's the gold mine nowadays. Ah. Whereas, because, I, I, yeah, yeah. I think Phoenix think Next was a little bit too thing. early for that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just maybe that's why I didn't like it. Was I'm just sick of hearing people say garlic bread. Well, he doesn't actually say garlic. Well, he does. He does once, doesn't he? Yeah, it's not yeah. repeated. It, is it? It's not a repeated catchphrase in Phoenix Nights, so that's when he gets them back stand together up. in the band out club and yeah. mentions garlic bread. Yeah, it's yeah. the future. But then he does talk. Yeah, which is odd because it. He's talking about everything being the future, which is one of the things he talks about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, is it spitting? Is that from this or was that from? That's from else? his. That's from his stand up. Uh, yeah, okay. Because he he cancelled his tour, didn't he? Was that? Yeah. We had tickets to go see him five years ago when he first announced it. Was. But um, we we never found it because he's an intensely private man. He, nobody nobody knows pretty much anything about nobody any of his family. Why it was no, and, and nobody knows what the family reasons were that he cancelled it for. Because as I say, he's an intensely private man and, and doesn't dis- disclose anything to do with his family in, in public. But he, he pretty much didn't work for five years at all. So it must have been so. There's there are sort of rumours and innuendo that float around, but of course we will probably never know. Yeah, let's not talk about them. Let's let's not entertain them. He spent five years fucking a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Get me started. It. (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) Got to spend half a decade somehow, John. That's true. Got to have a hobby. I tell you, yeah. He's, he's actually sat on a third series of Phoenix Knights for about 15 yeah. years as well. He's didn't, didn't he write the third series and, and Spike in and Neil Fitzmaurice knew nothing about it? I'm not sure about that, but That's I know. That's what I've read doing it. You know, I know that he'd, he'd had, he wrote an entire third series of Phoenix Knights and a couple of Max and Paddy specials and just never got around to doing them. But uh, I think if he did Phoenix Knights now, it would probably be even more depressing. Because... I doubt the Phoenix Club would still be open now, to be honest. No, I'm the same. Yeah, and he doesn't really need to, does he? No. I mean, they did. So there was there was a couple of series of Max and Paddy. One, one series. Oh, just one. Just one series. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I think Peter Kay's fam, family. I never watched it. I, th- I think he's family in the club that um, Ricky Gervais is in. Is, is in that he'll do two series at at most, no more, yeah. because he he doesn't want it to overstate as well. Oh God, is that all we're going to have to do with the podcast? <laughs> um, I've not put a, a, a limit on how many episodes I never thought be. of that yeah. here we are an episode 134 of series 2 <laughs> you'll have to start is prop- anybody out there you'll, you'll have to start properly scraping the barrel for sitcoms by then hey, I found some it's just dropped this bomb I don't know man, there's hundreds of them this bombshell you know we talked to our listener my dad mm. he doesn't even listen Oh, I was talking to him the other day, and he, he he had confessed that he doesn't know how to access podcasts. Oh God! So, um, so we're going to have to start bringing him in as an audience yeah. member. <laughs> he's he's going to have to sit in the corner. Yeah, or I could, well, well, I could just ring him, couldn't Look, I? And he could listen. He could listen into the unedited I'll version. Stream it on YouTube live, like yeah. the Don't Talks. Um, I doubt that's a good idea oh, because yeah. one of you will prob- probably come up with something that will get you cancelled in one true, of the episodes. Yeah, that's or? true. Oh, definitely would. Yeah. And it would definitely be me. <laughs> um, but I edit it, so yeah, yeah. that's why we will never be live. I'm taking this John and John on the road. It's not going to happen. No. We've gone off on a few tangents tonight. Yeah. I, I find it kind of interesting in the show. <laughs> Is that you trying to get us back on track? Yeah, no, no. Just, I'm trying happy, to steer I'm the to conversation. Um, I do find it really strange how Peter Peter K plays multiple characters out in the show. I just wonder if there was someone else was supposed to play Max at some point and they couldn't make it and he just had to fill in because because there's no real reason why he would play more than more than one in this mm. series because nobody else does, do they? He probably enjoyed it. Maybe. Yeah. Well, actually, I think the answer is that both of those characters from the original. That Peter Keith. Yes, they so are. Yeah. If anything, it would be bringing an actor to play somebody that he played. He'd already originally played. Would have looked yeah. up. Yeah. So sorry. 
That's not it's kind of surprising how, how the because the, you would never really describe Peter Kay as an actor, would you? Like an actor of particular depth, but there are there are a lot of differences between Max and Brian. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a bit of range there. And he played um, Danny Keith Baker's Wyatt. dad, didn't he? Oh yeah, of course. Danny Baker's dad. I've never seen that, you know. From the cradle to the grave. Yeah, I've never, I've never watched seen that. It. Played a cockney. Yeah, I mean, in in car share is basically just himself, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to watch these. You see, we're never yeah. going to run out of sitcoms because <laughs> we only record one of these once a month, and there are in any given month there are like half a dozen new sitcoms that come out. You should do like um, notoriously like awful ones like Hile Honey, I'm Home. Yeah, I was just going to mention Hile Honey, I'm Home. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, my latest post is asking for a sitcom that people love, so. I don't have any Nazi friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it was quite funny when I watched <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. <clears throat> yeah, we should we should um we should do ones that are controversial. Having said that, I'm gonna try and ruin Phoenix Knights for us now. Yeah, it, it, the, they're gonna the, pick the, it to bits. Part, yeah, part, gonna, parts of it wouldn't, wouldn't have aged it's, well. It's that time. He's gonna dismantle John acts like even more of an ass. <laughs> do you know the thing that, that I found really odd that jumped out to me was the phrase shut up your girl that he kept using yeah. I never realised he kept using that yeah, yeah, yeah. shut up your girl it was, it was like the second series he just kept he just kept popping up and I kept thinking why why is that why is he doing that just saying mm. yeah, right my the feminist uh, rant there it's um, it's it's in that area of time that doesn't look good in retrospect but isn't as bad as the 70s and 80s like True. there's there's the the two illegal immigrants Ant that can't Deck. speak English and Ant and Death, which don't look good on a on a rewatch. Doesn't doesn't particularly read well to modernise. There's a bit. I mean, there's, there's even the disability stuff probably wouldn't fly. No, I mean, no. Pro- probably wouldn't be acceptable that Peter K is playing someone in a wheelchair and shits the, himself. Yeah, and the fact that he moves his legs quite frequently. <laughs> if, if, you watch clothes, if you watch closely enough. He's not doing a very good job of making his legs not work. Yeah. I, there is the um, the stars in their eyes that they do as well. That's pretty cool. They've, they've got a few different colourful characters there. Yeah. Based on whatever's available in the box. Yeah. That was good, that. That was good, yeah. Because they saved the day, didn't they? They staffed. Yeah. yeah. That, that's actually um, probably one of my favourite episodes, simply because of the, the weirdness of that. It's like Kenny Senior doing Britney Spears. Yeah. And... Young Kenny doing meatloaf and not being able to get the makeup off at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Reading the lyrics off a sheet as well because he couldn't remember them. Ah, Sean Ryder used to do that when you see Happy Mondays in the late eighties. Well, right. yeah, but to be fair, <laughs> Sean. Right. To be fair, Sean Ryder took, took, put so much shit in himself, didn't he? That I'm surprised he remembered how to allegedly. walk. Allegedly, not allegedly. A couple of light hills. <laughs> I think there's also the, the they call Brian Ironside as well, which I'm pretty sure is a. Oh, it comes up on the phone. Yeah, I know it won't be accepted. I know I get all that, but it's, it's it is funny. Yeah, that is what would happen. Somebody would do that. Yeah, they would put the Ironside in his phone. This is what does me in now because it is getting to the point where I'm starting to think, what is what I'm going to be allowed to laugh at soon? You know what I mean? I'm not suggesting we laugh at disability. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there comes a point where. Jeez, you know what I mean? There was a there's a certain cross section in the nineties and two thousands where people started realizing that we probably shouldn't make fun of certain things. Yes, yeah. but there's still a lot of things from that era which, looking back with modern perspectives, 
don't age particularly well, but can you really judge something that I'm 20 years ago by the standards of 2023? <laughs> That's the thing we're not supposed to say, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, certain things should have never been acceptable for certain. Like, yeah. I, I can't watch Love Thy Neighbour, for instance. Because oh, now we're, because going, it, we're going extreme. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah it, because it... Well, look, Little Britain yeah, oh, is, is probably the one that... In more recent times, actually, at the time you think, yeah, yeah, and uh, and the, the that, that's, that's not that long ago. Who's no. um, no, it was on that? What time was it on? On two thousand and four. Yeah, nine o'clock on BBC yeah, Two. Yeah. Yeah. Come fly with me, which I, 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 I didn't really watch, but but um, yeah. the, the thing is, if since apologised for, if you ask Matt Lucas about that, he would absolutely front up to that to the fact that he, he wouldn't do that nowadays. But David yeah. David Williams is completely different. David yeah. David Williams is a cunt, but you know there we go. <laughs> That's a that's a conversation for another time. That might be a good way to wrap up. <laughs> oh, can I just mention um, one thing that really, really did make me laugh? Actually, is that one where you don't see it coming, uh, where they're singing um, the theme from Manda, and then Amarillo. With they've the, got loads of uh, Asian elders in the back, in the back yeah. which I just think is great because you don't see that. You just think they're in a van on their own. I really like the uh, the the episode. You you mentioned it earlier where the, the woman from the DSS, but he, but he falls in love with her. Yeah, there yeah. are some really like that way singing the wind beneath my wheels. <laughs> and uh, but the bit that really makes me laugh is him leading her upstairs on the stairlift, saying, "Oh, the things I'm going to do to you." Yeah. <laughs> Taking ages. <laughs> So any other highlights you wanted to share before we start to sign off? Oh, um, Talent Trek. Um, The only time the series goes outside of Bolton is when they go to France. And even then, that supermarket in France was in Bolton where they filmed it. The entire series never left Bolton. I would be interested to know what the characters are up to nowadays, to be honest. I I think if... if, I wouldn't want to see them do a full series, but I would like to see a special... Maybe. Yeah, I can see it working as a movie. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. What do you think Hyacinth would make of it? <laughs> so I just call back from series one there. Which characters would we like to see visit the Phoenix Club? Could just say in the Tony Knowles suite. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can see. Um, could see Onslow and Daisy in there. Yeah, you could actually. I could, I could see. I, I always wanted to know what Max and Paddy did next because I watched um, Road to Nowhere as well, which is also. Quite good. It's not as good as Phoenix Nights, but it's quite good. And I wanted to know sort of where their travels ended up and whether Brian Potter's still trying to make the Phoenix Club work, which I would imagine he is. And the start of series two is sort of where I imagine all the characters ended up. Everyone ended up leaving, and Brian was just the one that was trying to keep it running in the end. But maybe that's just my head canon of what would happen. Oh, I think that they'd have found a way. He'd have manipulated them back in one way or another, I reckon. Yeah. He was born to run a club. Yeah. Hey, Nathan, I've got a question for you. Which Phoenix Knights character is most like you? (laughs) Well, I'm disabled. Brian's disabled. So, no, I'm kidding. Is that what makes you (laughs) (laughs) likeable? That's the only reason. Nothing would make me likeable. to your earlier logic, by the way, which I hope makes the the edit. Otherwise, what I just said was really cruel without context. (laughs) Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a sort of... Don't let your disability define you, particularly no. if it makes you like Brian Potter, surely. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm disabled. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, there's a sort, of, it's a sort of self-loathing part of me that wants to say Spencer, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Um, young Kenny, maybe? Yeah. Said I've got a tiger face. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think you could pull off a tiger first, actually. Yeah. I've got too big a head for a tiger first. There's a sense. He's got a pretty so. big head, though, hasn't he? Yeah. Just in your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You've got more in common with him. Than oh, actually, prob- probably. Probably. Don't, don't think about it. Max as well. A little bit in common with Max, but except I've never dated a little person that I know of. Oh, actually, yes, I did once. Never mind. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you said like, that was a loaded sentence, wasn't it? Rare characteristics you, here. When you say little, mm. <laughs> how little? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> too far to jewelry. I'm getting nonce. <laughs> yeah, clips and Baptiste. He still tours with that character, you know. He does, he does, yeah. yeah. And I think he's developed it because his voice has changed slightly. Yeah. It's, it's quite funny when you see clips of it. Oh, John, John, sorry. Uh, Nathan's come back, first ever returning guest, and we just. You just yeah, can't be a nonce. Then, we? Sorry. You were. You started it. You wanted to know about Nathan, this little person. Nathan Major dates a minor. <laughs> nah, I'm only kidding, mate. That is an incredible pun. Do you know? Um, <laughs> Does that mean it's allowed to stay in the end? One, one, no. one, one thing I've got to get out though is um, I'm not a fan of Paddy McGuinness. No, me, me neither. I can't get if, on with him. It feels like a coattail rider to me. Yes, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. <laughs> because but no, it does feel a bit like that. Because there's absolutely no way that he gets any sort of traction if he wasn't friends with Peter Kerr. Yeah. I know he gets an additional material credit, but I don't know. Because he, 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 there's nothing to set him apart from any other comedian, com- comic actor, presenter. There's, he doesn't stand out from the pack, does he? He's no, well, just, said so, no. just, another, just another person. Yeah, yeah, he gets a lot of hate for that. And I just think, good on you, mate. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, fair enough. I just, yeah, I'm just not a fan. That's right. Wonder what he'd make of you. <laughs> Couldn't give a shit. Just sits at home counting his money. I don't, I don't imagine that Paddy McGuinness and Peter Kerr sitting doing a podcast about me and you, John. Nah, I would imagine not. Uh, no, no yeah, I just thought I'm not a big fan. It's a controversial, but I just thought I'd throw it in there. Well, it's not don't, that controversial. Don't, don't hate it. We, we made a music video 15 years ago about the comedy festival, and um, in it they, they, they list all the comedians, and they all appeared on screen, but they when Paddy McGuinness appeared, they had his head just popping out of a skip. <laughs> They didn't race, and apparently the show was really bad. I didn't go because I knew it was going to be bad. Yeah, and I do know people did go there with me. They left. I've um, they left at the end. I I saw one of his stand-up DVDs once, and he's not good. <laughs> but he's they reinvented himself, hasn't he? As, yeah, as, as a, a presenter, as, as a host of a, Yeah, um, he's quite likable, to be fair. Um, his his he, wife's beautiful. His ex-wife. ex-wife. Yeah, she's not current. I am. Take me out was suited in, mm. but he's. He, He's just marmalised um, question of sport and top gear for me, but there you go. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know he did these things. I don't think he will be much longer. <laughs> um, Not um, one that listens to this. So there, there was also <laughs> That's the, where the commissioners go to. Speaking of controversy, the, you touched on it earlier, but um, I think there was a falling out between Peter Kay and Dave Spikey at some point yeah. as well. Um, surrounding maybe the writing and the um, royalties... So I don't know what happened there, but I do know that it was Peter Kerr's fault because Dave Spike is just lovely. And um, I think Neil Fitzmaurice fell out with him as well at some point. But well, it sounds like that he just went off and just wrote a third series without them. That, which I think, I think, that's I think maybe between be quite hands, upset. That's what's yeah, case solved. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else we want to slag off before we? Uh, <laughs> Let's have a look at the cast. Yeah. <laughs> 
We didn't attack, no, one's like, we didn't well, attack any of the women. No. It's only like, I can't understand the popularity. But, uh, to be fair, um, you touched on the sexism earlier, um, to briefly touch on that again. I, I can't say that the, the female characters are as memorable as the male ones. There's not many of them, is there? No, but, there's not yeah. many memorable females. In Holy it. Mary's good, but the, the one where she's having all of the orgasms, <laughs> that was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that. So did she. I think that's that's a sort of symptom of not having a not having a woman on the writing team because men just yeah, don't know definitely. how to write for women. Definitely, we need to get some more women on this podcast, don't we? That was the case with um, Family Guy and with Meg. The reason the reason why she was so bullied in Family Guy is because there's no women on the writing team and they, they didn't know how to write for her. It's a fact for you. Mm, wow. That is the only time you will ever hear Family Guy linked to Phoenix Knights. There's no Two other link, no other links link to links Two to that Bryans. series. Guy in a wheelchair and both. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's pretty much the same show. Sorry, guys, it's a complete rip off of Phoenix Knights. <laughs> On that bombshell, Nathan, thank you ever so much for yeah, joining us, and also thank you for picking this because, as I said earlier, I really enjoyed it. I was I really expecting. I did laugh. Yeah. I did laugh a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've I not think, watched it, um, eventually I should come back and do the Simpsons. The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Specifically, the first ten seasons of the Simpsons. the Simpsons. Oh, we better get watching that. Crikey, you're gonna keep us busy, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he's invited himself back for the Fed yeah. series, <laughs> even though we were horrible to you. So that's. Um, I don't know if that says about the quality of the podcast. I like talking about sitcoms. What can I say? Okay, that's it. <laughs> that, that makes more sense. Yeah. Nathan, thank you ever so much. Yeah, cheers, Nathan. Well, thank thanks for having me again. Thank you, uh, listeners. So that has been um, the sitcom Sit Down it Does Phoenix Nights. I've been John. So have I. And I haven't. Night night. Good night. God bless.